Welcome to Psych Talk. I am your host, Jessica Lee, a licensed clinical psychologist. It is my mission to motivate, inspire, and educate you on everything psychology, mental health, and self-growth. Although topics discussed on this podcast are similar to therapy, Psych Talk is not a replacement for therapy and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Whether you are a mental health professional or student in the social science field, are interested in psychology and mindset shifts, or are just interested in gaining skills and knowledge to grow into the best version of yourself, this podcast is for you. My hope is to provide you with knowledge and skills that you can implement in your daily life that add up to make a big impact. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Psych Talk and happy 2022. I don't know about you, I feel like 2021 went by so fast and at the same time it feels like the beginning of 2021 was a lifetime ago. So I am not one for New Year's resolutions personally. Um, There have been times I would identify a word for the year and I usually forgot it a few months in other years I have made vision boards I also fully believe that you do not need a new year to make new changes in your life that you can start any day and with saying all that there is something about starting a new year that makes you feel like there is a clean slate or a fresh start Yes, of course, not everything is going to just change because it's a new year and true change does come with effort on our end, but there is something still nice about the start of a new year, at least for me. So thank you so much for joining me for this first episode of 2022. So somewhat related... What I want to talk about today to kick off the new year is cultivating a growth mindset. The past two years have been really, really hard across the world with COVID and everything that comes with that. It can be easy to go into the new year with a grim outlook or feeling that 2022 will be exactly as the same as the past two years, and that is exactly why I thought this was the perfect time to talk about cultivating a growth mindset. So first, we're going to discuss what a fixed mindset is and what a growth mindset is. So a fixed mindset is when you believe that intelligence, talents, or other qualities are innate and unchangeable. In contrast, a growth mindset means that you believe intelligence, talents, and other qualities can be developed and um, change over time through practice and effort. I love podcasting, but sometimes I wish there was a visual aspect to it. And I mean, I know I could like technically record myself talking and upload them to YouTube, but honestly, that's too much effort for me right now in this season of life. But what I'm about to describe would be best suited in a chart format, but I'm hoping you can follow along. So I'm briefly going to compare aspects of a fixed mindset and a growth mindset to hopefully help you gain more insight in the differences other than the brief definitions that I just gave. So in a fixed mindset, the individual sees intelligence and talent as fixed, 
versus in a growth mindset, the individual sees intelligence as something you can develop over time. For a fixed mindset, those individuals avoid challenges to prevent the possibility of failure versus a growth mindset individual willingly embraces challenges and risks a possible failure. Individuals with a fixed mindset believe that talent is innate, so effort and practice are important, whereas someone with a growth mindset believes that effort and practice can lead to mastery. Individuals with fixed mindsets give up easily and view temporary setbacks as permanent failures, versus those with a growth mindset see failures as temporary setbacks and persist in achievement of goals. Individuals with fixed mindsets see other people's successes as a threat or a source of jealousy, whereas those with a growth mindset see other people's successes as a source of inspiration. Those with a fixed mindset view feedback as a personal attack and they ignore constructive criticism versus those with a growth mindset view feedback as an opportunity to grow and then apply that constructive criticism to themselves. So the majority of us have aspects of both a fixed and growth mindset. However, mindset plays a major role in your motivation, your achievement, and your resilience. I will be talking about various aspects of mindset in this podcast episode, but if you want to learn more, I highly recommend you read the book Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck. She is a leading researcher in this field, and her book Mindset will give you way more information than I could ever fit into a podcast episode. So now I'm going to go through some examples of a fixed versus growth mindset. As I go through them, I want you to reflect on which ones you resonate with more. Reflecting on the fact that just a minute ago, I said most of us have a combination of fixed and growth mindset. So for some things I say, you may resonate with the fixed mindset more. And for others, you may resonate with the growth mindset more. So a fixed mindset would say, I am bad at sports. Whereas a growth mindset would say, with practice and effort, I can improve my skills. A fixed mindset thought would be, when people give me feedback, I feel they are criticizing me. In contrast, a growth mindset thought would be, feedback from others give me the opportunity to learn and grow. Fixed mindset says, I am shy and therefore bad at public speaking. A growth mindset would say, with more practice, I can become more confident in my public speaking skills. Fixed mindset, math is hard. Growth mindset, math is a challenge for me, but I know I can improve. Fixed mindset, success is easy for them because they are naturally talented. Growth mindset, success is relative and we all can succeed in our own way with time, effort, and persistence. Fixed mindset, I wish playing the piano came as easy to me as it does to others. Growth mindset, others are really good at playing the piano. I wonder if they can give me tips to help me improve. Fixed mindset, I won't fail if I don't try new or hard things. Growth mindset, 
Failure is part of life and necessary for us to grow. And the last one, fixed mindset, I can't do that. Growth mindset, I may not be able to do that yet, but I'm willing to try and get better. So next, I'm going to talk about the outcomes of a fixed mindset, and then I will move on to talking about the outcomes of a growth mindset. So having a fixed mindset is very outcome focused. Instead of looking at the process or seeing perceived failures as learning opportunities, individuals who lean more towards a fixed mindset tend to have more of an all or nothing outlook on things. Research has indicated a fixed mindset is less adaptive than a growth mindset, in part because the fixed mindset increases stress and pressure to perform, and also because it leads people to believe that they know the extent of their intellectual capabilities and therefore are limited by them. In reality, our skills, talents, and capabilities are unknown and potentially will change with time due to age, circumstances, or interests, among other things. A fixed mindset would tell us not to try or to see failure as time wasted simply because of the belief that we cannot accomplish something. So when Carol Dweck, whose book I mentioned previously, started identifying and researching growth in fixed mindsets, she proposed that a fixed mindset leads people to approach challenging problems or tasks with less motivation, since they believe there is no point in trying things deemed outside of their strengths and capabilities. This lack of motivation and effort results in a poor outcome, or even failure, which then reinforces the belief that they were not capable in the first place. And then research has supported this notion. So if you weren't following that, that's what she proposed, and in turn research has supported that. Research also suggests that a fixed mindset is very limiting. Believing that we are unable to do something causes us to put less effort into the task or give up easily because we don't feel like there's a point of trying if we're going to fail anyways. People with fixed mindsets are also afraid to take risk because they fear failure. Instead of seeing failure as a valuable experience that can help us learn from, they focus solely on the outcome which would be the failure in this circumstance, reinforcing their previously held beliefs. A fixed mindset can make learning in any capacity a tedious, stressful process as the focus is always on the outcome rather than the process itself. Additionally, a fixed mindset also increases concern over how others view us. So since individuals with a fixed mindset define themselves by successes and failures, they believe others will view them in those terms as well. Thus, there's a self-imposed pressure to be perfect, which can also lead people to hide their flaws and mistakes and feeling ashamed about perceived failures. Now on to outcomes of a growth mindset. A growth mindset is thought to be far more advantageous over a fixed mindset because the focus is on the process rather than the outcome. Having a growth mindset leads individuals to embracing their flaws and mistakes as opportunities for growth, accepting setbacks as part of the learning process, and feeling empowered to reach goals. Since a growth mindset allows people to recognize that setbacks are a necessary part of the learning process, it allows people to recover from these setbacks more easily and in turn increase their motivation and effort. 
Other outcomes of a growth mindset include embracing lifelong learning, believing intelligence can be improved, increased effort in learning, believing that effort leads to mastery, willingly embracing challenges, using feedback as a means to learn, and viewing other successes as a source of inspiration. In students, a growth mindset has a positive outcome on academic performance, with studies showing higher grades overall and a higher GPA than those with a fixed mindset. However, it should be noted that results in research are mixed, and there are many other factors that also contribute to improvements in academic performance. A growth mindset is also associated with reduced burnout, fewer mental health concerns such as depression and anxiety, and fewer behavioral problems. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As a psychologist, I have seen firsthand the impact the pandemic has had on mental health over the past two years. So many of us are struggling with our mental health, and when we finally decide to take the step of finding a therapist, we are faced with long wait lists, insurance barriers, or difficulty finding someone that fits our busy schedule. That's why I love the fact that BetterHelp allows you to receive therapy from the comfort of your own home on your schedule. BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy platform, providing individuals with weekly video or phone sessions, as well as messaging in between sessions. You are matched with a therapist, typically within 24 hours of signing up, based on your preferences, goals, and presenting problem. And the best part is, if your therapist is not a good fit, BetterHelp will match you with a new one. BetterHelp is also affordable, costing less than you would pay for traditional therapy out of pocket. As a listener of Psych Talk, you get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com forward slash psych talk. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash psych talk. Thank you, BetterHelp, for being a sponsor of this podcast. You know, we've talked about what a fixed mindset is, what a growth mindset is, outcomes of both. And I encouraged you earlier in the episode to reflect on, you know, when I was reading those statements, which one you resonate with more. And so maybe you're sitting listening and saying, okay, most of the time I have a growth mindset, but I definitely have fixed mindsets about things. Where do I go from here? Maybe you're listening and you're like, I absolutely have a fixed mindset. And hearing you just say all those outcomes, I really want to change. So next I'm going to talk about how to cultivate a growth mindset for yourself. As I said earlier in this episode, most of us tend to have a mix of growth and fixed mindset. However, I'm hoping by listening to this episode thus far, you are able to see the benefits of cultivating a growth mindset for yourself. It is also important to note that even if you do work on cultivating a growth mindset, there will be moments when your mindset is fixed. That is okay. It is called being human. It is important that you identify those moments and work towards changing them in the future. So the first step in developing a growth mindset is realizing that you can change. And what I mean by this is scientifically, research has shown that the brain is malleable and improves through effort. Thus, even if you believe you cannot improve in an area, science would argue otherwise. And I'm assuming if you listen to this podcast, you at least believe in science because I bring up research all the time. So our brains are neuroplastic, meaning that the brain has the ability to form and reorganize synaptic connections in response to learning and new experiences. So the next thing you can do is challenge your fixed mindset thoughts. 
I've talked about this many times on the podcast before, and it's a skill taught in cognitive behavioral therapy where we challenge our automatic negative thoughts with more adaptive, realistic thoughts. The same situation applies for fixed mindset thoughts. When you recognize yourself having a fixed mindset thought, challenge it and replace it with a more growth-oriented thoughts. So just to give you some examples, I can't do this, which is a fixed mindset thought, can be changed to, I will be able to do this if I keep practicing. I'll never be good at this, can be challenged to with, with time and practice, I can improve my skills. I want to give a couple tips. First, it is easy to identify fixed mindset thoughts because they tend to be very black and white and, inc- and include absolute terms such as can't, never, always, etc. Additionally, I actually heard this tip on another podcast I was listening to. So credit to the person who I do not remember their name. Um, but when you first started or when you're first starting out challenging your fixed mindset thoughts, it may be hard. So you can add yet to the end of the statement to challenge it. So going back to the ones I said earlier, like I can't do this, change that to I can't do this yet. Or I am not a good swimmer to I am not a good swimmer yet. I am not artistic to I am not artistic yet. Granted, it will not work for every statement, like the second statement I gave a couple minutes ago about challenging was, I'll never be good at this, so I'll never be good at this yet makes no sense. So it doesn't always work, but it is a quick tip that may help at the beginning. Something else you can do, start rewarding the process instead of the outcome. Rewards can look like whatever is rewarding to you. So this could be praising yourself, an actual activity, um, you know, something tangible and um, like a physical reward, whatever it is. So for example, if you have a big presentation coming up, instead of celebrating after it is over, reward yourself in the process. Maybe cook yourself a nice meal when you have completed half the presentation, give yourself a break after working on it for X amount of time, praise the effort you put in at the end of the day, etc. So reward yourself along the way. Another thing you can do is seek feedback from trusted others. So as I mentioned earlier, individuals with fixed mindsets tend to take constructive feedback as criticism, which reinforces them not trying due to fear of failure. Whereas individuals with a growth mindset use feedback as a means to grow. So by initiating and seeking out feedback for whatever it may be, you are practicing taking that feedback and using it as motivation to keep going. Additionally, from a neuroscience standpoint, feedback is associated with a pleasurable dopamine response, which can enhance a growth mindset. Another thing to do, challenge yourself to leave your comfort zone. When we leave our comfort zone, we risk failure because it is not something that is safe and familiar to us. By being intentional in stepping outside of our comfort zone, we recognize we may fail and therefore helps us foster a growth mindset because we are willingly embracing a challenge and accepting a potential failure. And another thing, the last thing I'm going to touch on that you can do is start recognizing failure as part of the process. So I did a whole episode on redefining failure. I believe it was episode 61. If you want to give it a listen. However, 
In this episode, I talk about how most failures are just perceived failures on our part because failure is subjective. Like, failure is literally based on our personal feelings and opinions. What I perceive as a failure is going to be different than what you perceive as a failure. So if you are able to redefine your perceived failures as growth opportunities and accept them as necessary parts of the process to move forward, it will allow you to cultivate a growth mindset. So the last thing I want to talk about is how to cultivate a growth mindset for your children. So Carol Dweck, who I have already mentioned multiple times on this podcast, did her original studies in school. Thus, I want to talk about how to cultivate a growth mindset in children, whether it is your own children, children within your family, children that you work with, etc. So I just talked about how to do it for ourselves, but as adults, if you are an adult listening to this, I did get a DM the other day saying that know that teenagers listen to your podcast. So if you're a teenager listening to this, you know, you can utilize whatever skills you want as well. But as adults, generally speaking, um, we are models for the children around us and we tend to do things with good intentions and not realize that what we are doing may actually be harmful. So as adults, we tend to praise children's innate intelligence or talents. You are so smart. You are such a great baseball player, etc. However, contrary to popular opinion, it is better to praise the process rather than talent or natural abilities. So when we praise a child's innate abilities, that is how they conceptualize themselves. And it's very fixed. It's very black and white. We are conveying that we are proud of them because they are smart or talented rather than proud of them for their effort. Instead, when we praise effort, so for example, I am so proud of how much effort you put into studying for that test, or all your practice is really paying off, you played such a great game today. We are praising the process and allowing room for continual growth. The focus is not on the A the child got on the test or the win of the game, It is their effort that they put into getting that outcome, which will motivate them to continue putting in that effort. Dr. Dweck also notes that although we want to praise the process, we don't want to focus on effort alone. Focusing on effort, strategies, persistence, and resilience are all things that should be rewarded. It is also important to balance praising effort in addition to finding ways to improve next time. So an example of this might be, I am so proud of how hard you studied for the test. Is there anything you want to do differently next time? Or your practice is really paying off. What do you want to continue working on? So there we have the praising for the effort, um, the persistence, etc. And prompting a question that would elicit future-oriented thinking that they can continue to motivate to work towards. Ask kids what they have learned from their experiences, particularly when the outcome is not the one they expected. This is similar to seeing failures as part of the process, but if you are able to elicit a conversation with kids about what they learned in the process and what they want to do differently next time, the focus is off the outcome and they are able to see that despite not getting the outcome they wanted, they still learned things along the way. 
give kids feedback that is developmentally appropriate and guides them to strive to improve. So instead of scolding them or telling them that they are wrong, provide feedback that corrects their errors, gives them an explanation as to why it was an error, and what can be done differently in the future. Depending on their developmental age, it may be appropriate after providing feedback to ask, based on the feedback, what they want to do differently next time. And last, challenge their fixed mindset language. So that's similar to a tip I gave you all earlier of challenging your own fixed mindset language and model growth mindset language for them. So if a kid says, I am so bad at math, reflect back to them that math is a challenge for them, which is the validation, and that they can continue to work hard to improve, which is the growth mindset. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. And I hope it was a helpful episode to start off your 2022. I mentioned earlier, but if you want to learn more about growth and fixed mindsets, I highly recommend the book Mindset by Dr. Carol S. Dweck. I will link it in my show notes so you have a direct link to that. Um, I had to read it years ago for um, a leadership course I was in and I recently reread it which was the inspiration for this episode so I highly recommend it and thank you so much for joining for today's episode and I will catch you in the next episode bye thank you for listening to today's episode of psych talk I hope you found so much value If you loved what you heard or gained some knowledge, I would love for you to take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jessica Lee PhD. Additionally, I would be honored if you leave a review and five-star rating so I can continue to help this podcast grow. If you are not already, follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook community, Grow Through What You Go Through. Thank you for joining me today, and I cannot wait for you to join me during the next episode. Remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are braver than you know.